Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another riveting episode of the Breaking Boundaries for Entrepreneurs podcast. Today, we again delve deep into the intricate depths of the human mind, where the relentless pursuit of success meets the unyielding resistance of our own habits. Picture this, you're an entrepreneur with an insatiable hunger for serving others, yet there's a habit a stubborn vice that stands as a formidable obstacle between you and the pinnacle of your health goals. It's a silent battle fought daily within the recesses of your mind where the allure of elixirs collides with the unwavering determination to transform. Join us as we navigate this turbulent terrain dissecting the very essence of self-integrity and unraveling the secrets to conquering the internal forces that hold us hostage, preventing us from attaining the vibrant health we so ardently desire. Prepare to illuminate the subconscious mind once again as a beacon on the path to entrepreneurial triumph. Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mort. If you're like most entrepreneurs, you're busy taking care of business, yet who's taking care of you? If you're ready to take your energy and performance to the next level in your life and your business, then this podcast is for you. Because today, you're going to start breaking boundaries of your mind, body, and business with integrative health. And when you do that, your possibilities are limitless. I'm grateful you're here. Yes, grateful as always for you joining me here today. That's right, I'm talking directly to you. I appreciate you so much for joining me here today. And welcome to another Mind Your Monday episode of the Breaking Boundaries podcast for entrepreneurs. This is episode number 23. And as always, yes, you'll want to stay to the end when we bring it all together on how to avoid failure and reach your next level of success with integrative health. And for all the show notes and links, visit jeffreymort.com and click on the podcast button. All right, my friends. So today you're going to discover one of the questions I get asked most by health coaching clients. But before we do that, I just want to give a quick shout out to a few of our listeners from our last podcast in Simi Valley, California, actually in Galway, um, Ireland. Fantastic that we have uh, even more international listeners. And Cherry Valley, Illinois, funny thing, Cherry Valley, uh, very close to me here in central Massachusetts. We also have a Cherry Valley. So shout out to you in Cherry Valley and also in Grand Island, New York. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. So the question that I get asked most by health coaching clients is what we're talking about. And a lot of entrepreneurs have this boundary. And the question is this, do I have to give up alcohol on this protocol? And I actually had this conversation with a client the other day and they said, because I really like the party and I really, me personally, I really appreciate their honesty because, you know, a a little story, the backstory about myself prior to my wellness journey, prior to getting into the wellness industry, prior to becoming a health coach, this was a boundary for me because, you know, I'm not very proud to admit, but I was probably in the top 1% of partiers. I really was, and I enjoyed partying. So I could really resonate with this client who's being completely honest with me, asking, like, how is this going to impact my social life? How is this going to impact my, you know, my personal life and the things that I do? 
This is just proof that not all health coaches lived the clean and sober life uh, before they were health coaches by any means. And, you know, for myself, the story that I shared with this individual that sort of, you know, I don't know if it clarified anything for him. I think it did because when I was done sharing this story that I'm about to share with you, uh, he actually thanked me. And I really spoke from the heart when, uh, when I was sharing this. But there was a point in my life where I decided that I needed to set some health goals because I saw the trajectory of where I was going, not so much in, in a vision, but well, I guess I could see it. I could see it happening. And I didn't want to go down that road any further. And I, and I was heading down that road at a very, very rapid pace because I was starting to have some major health issues. Um, and it just wasn't from the alcohol that I was consuming. Uh, it was just, it was from everything. It was from uh, the alcohol. It was from the lack of sleep. It was from the stress. It was from uh, not having satisfaction in my life, not feeling fulfilled with the career path that I was on, so many things. But the alcohol, of course, was the vice that I had that I would go back to. And I just, honestly, I just wanted to feel better. That's all I wanted to do. And, you know, you may or may not know that there was a point where I just got sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And I wanted to feel better. And this is when... Uh, it was recommended to me by my spouse at the time to join a Tai Chi class so I could just simply learn how to stretch and feel, start to feel better and, and learn how to feel better. So that was my health goal was just as simple as that is to feel better. And traditional Chinese medicine in the form of martial arts, that being Tai Chi and Qigong were my lead domino into feeling better and my lead domino into the wellness industry, as many of you know, from my backstory. Now, I also had business goals at that point too. Even though I was an employee for uh, a construction industry, um, you know, major con construction industry uh, employer, um, I wanted to be able to help people with my knowledge and wisdom in in that industry as well. I want to be able to help more people, um, and I had dreams and aspirations of, again, getting back into entrepreneurship. You know, throughout my entire life, I toggled back and forth between being an entrepreneur and an employee, an entrepreneur and an employee. And I've talked about this before, uh, especially in my Confident Coach Business Mentorship Program, where I'm talking about subconscious identity and the entrepreneurial identity. And I found that I was shifting back and forth. You know, I spent um, years being... A, an entrepreneur owning a business as, uh, as an electrical contractor. And, you know, that solidified my, my identity as an entrepreneur and a business owner. And then, of course, when I closed down that business and went to work for somebody else for more than a decade, uh, I shifted back into the employee mindset. And there was, there was a, a very turbulent struggle going on with my identity. We're going to talk more about that later on in this program. But I had business goals and I wanted to help more people. But the interesting thing is that the more I learned about the health and wellness industry uh, or health and wellness in general and started making choices that, and we're going to talk more about choice as well, starting making choices towards the goal that I wanted to just feel better, I did start to feel better uh, on a regular basis, on a weekly basis. And then I wanted to be able to help more people with the things that I was doing that helped me feel better because I want everybody to feel good. I want everybody to feel better than they do. 
Even if you feel good, I want you to feel great. Even if you feel great, I want you to feel extraordinary. And you can have that. You can. So I wanted to take what I learned about health and wellness and fitness and diet and exercise and all these things and teach other people these things. So those were some of my business goals where it started to dawn on me that, you know, maybe it's time to consider a, a career shift. I don't want to go down a path right now. I want to stick to the topic at hand. I also had parenting goals. I also had parenting goals. And I realized that as I was, you know, partying, consuming alcohol, I had young children at the time. Uh, this is going back to, you know, 2013, 2015 in that, in that arena, uh, in that time span. And, you know, my children seeing me as that person, I really wasn't leading by example. And I always considered myself a leader, uh, especially, well, whether I was an employee or an employer, I was always leading. Even as an employee, I was, I was in a position as a leader. And especially as a business owner, I had employees that I was responsible for and I wanted to lead uh, by example. But most importantly for my children, and I wasn't setting a very good example back then. So those were some of my goals. I had health goals, I had business goals, and I had parental goals. And this is when I really said to myself, Jeff, it's time to get your shit together. Uh, because at that time, I was um, right around 40 years old, and it was time. And I could see um, how detrimental my health was becoming um, and the road that I was on and how quickly things were deteriorating for me. And I knew that I had to get my stuff together uh, and start leading by example for my children. And not that my, um, you know, I, I grew up in a single parent household and not that my dad was uh, a poor example, but like when I was younger, he smoked cigarettes. So that was a primary example of of what I saw as a child and thought that smoking cigarettes was okay. So then of course, as a teenager, I began to smoke cigarettes. So again, you know, health coach, we don't always have, you know, the cleanest, cleanest background. Uh, not that that's anything absolutely horrible, but uh, it was still something that I had to overcome in my life. And then of course, um, you know, I grew up around family that alcohol was a regular thing at family functions and, and social events and things like that. So of course, as a teenager, I began drinking alcohol because in my mind, that's what adults did. And I wanted to be an adult. And I did not want my children going down that path. And so, you know, I shared with this individual when they asked me, do I have to give up alcohol on this, on this program because I like to party? I shared that I actually, to, to be able to finance my, tai, my new Tai Chi habit back then, that's what I call it, my Tai Chi habit, um, you know, I started going to class, classes were held three days a week, but I, I didn't have the money to go three days a week, uh, because I was paying per the class. So I started going one day a week and that really helped and made me feel better. Uh, I enjoyed feeling as good as I did. So I said, well, what would it be like if I went two days a week and I started going two days a week and that made me feel even better. So I really wanted to go three days a week, but I did not have the money to do it. And I said, what can I what can I give up that I'm spending money on to be able to finance my Tai Chi habit? And what I did was I, I gave up my beer habit in order to finance my Tai Chi habit. So I was giving up something unhealthy that I was doing and I wasn't drinking uh, as much in front of my children, especially. So I was leading by example. I was doing something good for myself and I was using that money towards something to better myself even more. 
So, but, but what I shared with this person was that uh, I said, you know, I'll give up the beer so I can afford Tai Chi, but I'll be damned if I'll give up the Jack Daniels. And that's the point that I was at. So, um, you know, sounds funny now, but that's just, that was my mindset back then. And the turning point for me was that I would come home um, from class during the week. So classes were Sunday morning and then Tuesday, Thursday evenings. And I would go to class on Tuesday, Thursday evening, and I would come home. And it would be about 9, 9.30 when I would come home in the evening. And the first thing I would do when I got home was mix a cocktail and sit down for a late dinner. And I remember the day, clear as clear as I can see it now, that I was holding the drink in one hand and thinking to myself, I just did something really, really good for myself and feel really good. And with every sip that I take of this alcohol, I could feel that goodness undoing and and shifting back towards where I didn't want to be. And that was the point where I was like, all right, I, I'm getting my stuff together here. I gave up the beer. Now I need to start giving this up as well. And what I told myself in that very moment was from this point forward, every choice that I make can either move me closer towards my health goals, business goals, parental goals, relationship goals, or move me away from those goals. And I decided that I was going to analyze every single decision that I made in my life from that point forward. And if it wasn't going to serve those goals, I wasn't going to choose that. And that's the power of choice, my friend. That is absolutely the power of choice. Everything in life is choice. Like you can choose to, there's no have to's in life. You don't have to pay your bills. You don't have to pay your taxes. You don't even have to feed your children. There's consequences to not doing those things, of course, but life is choice. So every choice that I made was going to move me closer to those goals and not away from those goals. And that's when I said to myself, someday, I will be a non-drinker. And that was the point that I held on to that statement that I would someday be a non-drinker. And we're going to talk more about that in a few minutes. But I started to imagine life without those boundaries and what my relationships would would be like, especially with my children, what my health would be like without having that boundary in my life, especially, um, you know, business goals and being able to reach those business goals and help more people um, with whatever it was that I was going to help people with. So in a moment, you're about to discover how to break that boundary. And I do want to say that, you know, I discovered the root cause of the problem. And that root was identity. That was my identity, how I identified. And how I discovered this was when I took my certification with the National Guild of uh, Hypnosis, National Guild of Hypnotists through the HypnoThrive program. Shout out to Mary Lou Rodriguez. She's an absolutely amazing hypnosis instructor, and she's got a, a just stellar, stellar program through HypnoThrive. Uh, you can check her out if you'd like, and we'll link that up in today's uh, show notes. But when I became a consulting hypnotist, a certified consulting hypnotist, I realized that identity was the issue. And What helped me get through to who I am today was establishing that I would someday be a non-drinker. So I was focusing on that identity. Now, as a consulting hypnotist, I can help other people with uh, cessation, you know, stopping smoking, stopping drinking, things like that, um, which seems to be much more effective than some other programs. And, you know, I'm going to mention this other 
business, this other program here, and I'm not knocking them. So just know that I'm coming from a place um, of I appreciate what this business, this organization does for people because they've helped millions and millions of people um, to get off of alcohol. But the, the, the part about Alcoholics Anonymous that I, I just don't agree with is that statement that they use when they have people introduce themselves. And you probably know where I'm going with this. They introduce themselves as, hello, my name is so-and-so and I am an alcoholic. Now, what do you think happens subconsciously when you hold on to that identity? Even from that point when you're trying to quit, there's this inner conflict going back and forth between I want to be a non-drinker, but I'm stating that I am an alcoholic. And what does an alcoholic do? They drink. Now, I understand where they're coming from, and I'm not going to go too much deeper in this, but I do want to reiterate that I do appreciate the work that AA has done for millions and millions of people. But having that new identity of being a non-drinker was really the foundation for me. That's, that was a solid place for me to stand to be able to create that identity for myself. Now, you know, do I not consume any alcohol now? Uh, I do on occasion, but far less than what I did. And, you know, I could go without a drink for, uh, you know, a year, two years, I've done that, and that's not a problem. You know, on average, maybe I'll have a drink, maybe one every other month. Um, and that's just usually in a social situation or something like that. Of course, summertime, maybe a little bit more, um, but nowhere near, <laughs> nowhere near where I was on a, on a daily, daily basis. Um, I just, you know, couldn't live without it. But it just proves that you cannot outperform your subconscious identity. You cannot. So, you know, the plan here, I do have a plan for this episode here, and it's to ask yourself some of these questions. Are you committed? Are you 100% committed to the outcome that you want? Because 100% committed is easy. It's when you're 95% committed, that's a bitch. 95% committed, you're in and out of commitment, and it makes it a real challenge, a real struggle, and a real boundary. But when you're 100% committed to the outcome that you want, it is easy and much, much easier. And so to answer the question that this client asked, do I have to give up alcohol for this? My answer was no, you don't. Absolutely, you don't. However, however, maximum effort in is going to get you the maximum results out on the other side of this and the quickest results. So if you just want half-assed results, then you know, by all means, continue what you're doing. But if you want the maximum results and you don't want to have to do this over again, then I would say that um, you know what the right choice is. So what's your level of self-integrity when it comes to being able to make that commitment? You know, can you, can you say something to yourself and stick with it? And, you know, if you tell yourself you're going to do something and then you don't do it, you are falling out of self-integrity and that's reinforcing your subconscious identity that you are not the type of person that does what they say, even for yourself. So your call to action here, step number one, clarity. Ask, what do I really want? And get really clear on exactly what you want the outcome to be. And then step number two is have a vision. Who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? It starts with being, not doing. It starts with being. And who do I want to be? And then 
understand that dynamic of that clarity and vision that you just established for yourself and then say it, say it out loud, see it in your, you know, close your eyes and see it in your mind and then hear it, hear the things that you say to yourself as you're being that person. But most of all, most of all, my friend, feel it. You want to feel that feeling and that's going to solidify that for you. Now, I know you're concerned about your future. And if you need help beyond conventional methods that may keep you stuck in that old subconscious identity, then perhaps subconscious reprogramming in the form of hypnosis may be something you want to consider. And you know, to avoid failure, you need to get out of those old habits. Because when you're in a habit, that puts you in it's a, an old when you habituate something, I'm kind of pondering on my words here, when you habituate something, that is a survival mechanism. When you do something so often that your brain has automated it, this is why smokers have a difficult time quitting smoking because they've habituated the act of smoking so much that the subconscious sees that and says, you've done this so much, organism, that this must be something we need to survive. So I'm going to do everything in my power to keep this organism alive, which includes this habit of smoking that you've done. And this is why smokers have a difficult time going through uh, quitting smoking because eventually that subconscious identity just gives in and then boom, they go buy a pack of cigarettes and the organism is happy because it's getting that survival mechanism that it thinks is helping them, but it's actually killing them. And alcohol is no different. It's the same, uh, it's the same thing with that habit. So that's how to avoid failure is get out of those old habits, get out of that, you know, survival mode, which is fear mode. You want to get into new healthy habits, which are going to help you grow, going to help your body recover. And it's, you know, healthy habits and growth mode. That's love. That is self-love. And I'm going to leave it at that. So your key takeaway today uh, with my private wellness practice, we are rooted in energy and performance, and you just cannot outperform your subconscious identity is what I want your key takeaway to be here today. I'm grateful for you joining me here on this episode of Breaking Boundaries. Please share this episode with somebody that you love, that you feel as though this episode could serve. And if you could, just do me a favor and leave a review so that we can help more people. That's going to help us to reach more people if you leave that review and a good one at that. I appreciate you so much. And we will see you next time to help you with Breaking Boundaries. Bye-bye, everybody. Before we say goodbye, you may not have realized it, but you can get free daily access to our thriving Love Energy Wellness community and support group where you'll join health-conscious entrepreneurs just like you. I know you're concerned about your health, energy, and performance. That's why I personally answer your questions daily, invite you to our weekly live calls, and share pro-wellness tips for energy and performance and exclusive offers just for our community members. This is also your support hub when we gather every 90 days for a total body and mind reset, also known as the world-renowned Dr. Cabral Functional Medicine Detox Protocol. You're going to love the way you feel every time. So if you're the kind of entrepreneur that values your health as your greatest asset, naturally you'll want to join and invite your friends, your family, and your colleagues to our community where you'll feel loved, supported, seen, and heard. Visit loveenergywellness.com to join the community or the link is also right here in today's show notes. I'll see you soon.